Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Hey, this is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile. We come to you live, yep, Monday through Friday, sometimes during the day like we do right now. Sometimes we come to you in the evening like I did last evening. Sometimes we come to you like really early in the morning like I did this morning. But the bottom line is we are here. I haven't always been able to say that in my life, but there you go. Hey, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in and being part of what we're creating at the show. I want to shout out to our new affiliates that have joined us, our CBS friends, as well as our CRN friends, um, as well as Empower Radio, as well as any or all of you that are listening to this show and you're not really sure how you are doing that. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Powerhouse lineup today. Powerhouse lineup. And, you know, what I love about doing the show is I love about I love being able to speak with people that beyond a doubt have an incredible passion and are out in the world sharing what they've learned, sharing what they know to a lot of people. And so today you all get to meet Dr. Brenda Brenda Schaefer. And so she is joining me here today. Dr. Brenda, of course, is joining me here today as an internationally known psychologist, addiction specialist, best-selling author over, mm, get this number, 500,000 books sold. She's been featured on national broadcast programs such as The O'Reilly Factor and in publications such as The Washington Post and Fitness Magazine. And today, today's conversation, we are going to explore the world of love. I know, come on, I know you out there, you remember what that is. Come on, don't be thinking, all right, here she goes, another show that has nothing to do with me. Yes, it does. And so today, we're going to be looking at a couple of different things. As a matter of fact, I have two two of Dr. Brenda's books in front of me. I have A Love or Addiction, question mark, The Power and Pearl of Teen Sex and Romance. And I have Love's Way, The Union of Body, Ego, Soul, and Spirit. And so today, we get to kick it up, have conversations, and explore some of the things perhaps we hadn't thought about until now. And joining us today, as I said, Dr. Brenda Schaefer is joining us, and we are ready to kick it off. Dr. Brenda, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Love. Do, do, don't you just want to break out in that song? What is it? Love is a many splendor thing. And then there yeah. are, all, of course, every just about every pop song on the market. You kind of get the love theme. Um, thank you for joining us here today. Have we? Have we forgotten the real essence of love or is there really no real essence of love in your opinion oh i definitely believe there's an essence of love and i uh definitely believe that you know we're all searching for it (laughs) and um and that's part of what love addiction is uh that search that wanting that waiting that wishing for this big something and in fact it's already available to us and 
we often don't even know it. It's something that comes from inside of us, and it's all around us. It's an energy, and science is now validating what the mystics have known for a long, long time, that it is the energy that we can tap into at any time. It's a choice. It's not necessarily a relationship, but relationships are the places we go to experience it. And oftentimes, instead, we get that pain and that loneliness, and uh, sometimes relationships can be mean and toxic. Mm. I know that you probably get asked a lot of questions, and 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 I and you know I I guess I was sitting here and I was reading the book and I was thinking back, uh, you know, to my youth. And yes, I can remember that far back. It's really cool. I can do that. Um, and and I was thinking as I was reading this, so many people are asked, "Do you remember your first kiss?" I don't really hear people being asked, "Do you remember your first heartbreak?" Um, and I wanted to ask you, what is the relationship between that first kiss and that first heartbreak? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the first kiss is wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. Usually. Well, yeah, usually. <laughs> if, if you're, usually, if you're kind of uh, romantically drawn to yeah. that person. That and, would be a good thing. <laughs> um, and yet, uh, what I hear, you know, behind closed doors, of course, are a lot of stories about the first heartbreak. Mm. And how that heartbreak really keeps people from being fully vulnerable in love relationships in the future. And many, many of those are in our teen years. You know, sometimes people minimize the power of our first romantic experiences when we're so fresh and we're so open and we're so willing to be present. And nobody taught us how to deal with a broken heart. And I think that that's why love addiction is is there, because it allows us to be close, but not too close. And it also is a draw for us to try to fix something. And, you know, and I want to say that, that uh, love addiction is an unconscious process. It's when we rely on someone or something, it could be an illusion, um, could be a sexual fantasy, but... Uh, when we're looking outside of ourselves in an attempt to fix our pain, avoid pain, avoid what we fear, and paradoxically, it's an attempt to gain control of our lives, but we actually go out of control by empowering something, someone outside of us. And gradually, this thing that felt so good becomes something that feels really bad. We begin to give ourselves a way to keep that object around, or we begin to control the love object to get what we want. So we use and abuse, just like mm-hmm. any addiction. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't you think, and, and I wanted to ask you this, because I, you know, in reading your book, there, there are a couple of, there are some great stories, and I hope you, I hope you're open to share some of them in, in the book. Um, you know, there are many terms in here that I want to talk with you about, and many that we hear, especially in pop culture. You know, we hear stories of triangulation. We hear stories of dependence, codependence. We hear stories of jealousy. We hear stories of envy. Um, we, we, we hear stories of right now in our pop culture. I think last night, um, I, I forget which show was covering it, was covering teen pregnancy. 
And and there there was one scene that I mean it was about fifteen seconds by the way, Doctor Brenda, fifteen seconds that was on air. But I the 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 visual of it was imprinted in my mind. This young teenage woman, obviously pregnant, is on television, uh, broken up, and and out of her mouth comes, for him nothing has changed. For me, my whole life will never be the same. And and I, I, I'm not jumping to the conversation of pregnancy, but somewhere between having a boyfriend or girlfriend and getting pregnant, there's a lot of ground in there. And I wanted to ask you what the journey or the exploration is like. What do what what is our youth really going through today? Well, first of all, what we're recognizing is that sexual maturity is happening earlier. But emotional maturity is is actually occurring later. So we have we have people with these hormones and these excitations and expectations who don't have the ability to self parent or to make sense. In other words, they're not mature adults yet. They would like to be. They would like to think they are. But developmentally, in terms of brain development and in terms of body development, they just aren't there. And so I, I think they need a lot of guidance, we all do, you know, on how to enter a relationship, how to be in a relationship, and how to leave relationships. I mean, that's, that's really what adolescence is about, you know. It, it's kind of like a dress rehearsal. But how much information do we have and what kind of information we're getting it from or they're getting it from peers. We did, too. Uh, but I, I think also now with the Internet and television and uh, the pressures to perform, the pressures to be something that they're not, they, I don't think they have a clue in terms of what is healthy love, what is a healthy love relationship. And by the way, relationships, you and I know, are not necessarily love. Uh, they're just a relationship that might have elements of love, but they can have elements of a lot of pain. You must have been in a few of my therapy sessions when I was younger, <laughs> because uh, I'll never forget this. I had a fabulous therapist. I don't even know how I found her, honestly. And, I, and most of the time, didn't know why I was there, until one day she said to me, and she looked at me over above these big, glorious Nynum kind of glasses, you know, and um, it, which I noticed in your picture you don't have. But she, lo- she looked at me over these glasses, and she said, Pat, sometimes it's just sex. And I looked at her, and I started to cry, and I said, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I yeah. don't think I'm, I was alone with that. I think that there is this longing for love, and it's hard to imagine sometimes that maybe it, it is sex, at least for one of the partners, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, you may, you may know this, mm-hmm. uh, that in, in terms of, this is some of Helen Fisher's uh, research, and well, other scientists too, but, you know, there is such a thing as a mating game, and we have these three parts of the brain that are necessary in, in uh, the mating. First of all, it's lust. Okay, we need to be sexually attracted. That's, but that sets off a whole host of chemicals that are really mm-hmm. uh, give us that high. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I work with a lot of recovering sex addicts, you know, mm-hmm. and they, 
people become dependent on that. But you can be sexually attracted to any, well, many, not any, but many different uh, objects. Well, and let's you know, hope... You, Let's let's hold that thought for a minute because I want everybody to get the whole deal with this. That was kind of one of them. You're going to share a bunch more. Wow. Dr. Brenda Schaefer in the house. Love or addiction. All right. What is it? We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Thanks to its listeners, Alternative Talk 1150 has become the most refreshing talk radio in our area. Now we want to hear more from you. Log on to 1150kknw.com and take a brief survey. Besides helping improve your favorite station, you'll have a chance to win an overnight trip to Victoria, B.C., courtesy of the Victoria Clipper. Log on now to 1150kknw.com to be heard and to have a chance at winning. Contest details posted online. In the world of Amelina, our commitment is to making the time spent with us an interlude to be remembered and treasured. The best gift is the gift of health. Give it to yourself and valued others. Amelina International Day Spa is located in downtown Seattle and Yakima Valley. Visit our website at amelina.com. That's spelled U-M-M-E-L-I-N-A dot com. Or call 206-624-1370. The Hotel Max introduces Seattle to an experience of art and luxury combined. It's the most artistic downtown Seattle hotel and is the perfect setting for business or pleasure. Hotel Max provides the platform for viewing emerging and established Seattle artists and photographers with more than 350 original paintings and photographs found throughout the hotel. At Hotel Max, you definitely know you're in Seattle. Visit HotelMaxSeattle.com. That's HotelMaxSeattle.com. Are you tired of waking with aches and pains? Sick of taking one prescription drug after another? Would you like to take complete charge of your health? At Vitality Chiropractic, Dr. Bonnie Verhunt specializes in all-natural treatments for everything from arthritis to chronic fatigue. For information on how chiropractic can change your life, visit vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521. And be sure to listen to Dr. Bonnie Verhunt on The Dr. Pat Show. Join Mystic Radio with Robert Alexis on Sundays at noon as metaphysical mother and TV personality Robert Alexis helps countless people around the globe to live fuller and more conscious lives. She serves you using her gifts as a medium, medical intuitive, past life reader, and more. Get your free on-air readings with Robin Alexis every Sunday at noon. And now hear rebroadcasts of Mystic Radio Wednesdays at 1 p.m. and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Hi, I'm Bettina Carey, founder of Women in Small Biz shows and events. And I may be only 4 feet 9 and a half, but what I do is big. Dream big, break through, and connect with powerful women just like you. Jump into action and gain a powerful new attitude in business, leadership, and life. Join us at the second annual Women's Empowerment Summit where women of real power unite. June 12th and 13th at the W. Seattle Hotel. Register today at womensempowermentsummit.com. Sponsored by MoneyTree. Ah, we need 
need to hear the chorus of that boy. That was Bobby Braden's, one of Bobby Braden's uh, favorite songs. Um, and yeah, is it love or is it addiction? And why does it matter anyway? Well, it matters a lot. Dr. Brenda Schaefer joining us here today is an expert in the field. And, you know, the questions that many of us would have about this, we don't really have until we're in the dilemma of it. And Dr. Schaefer, thank you for joining us. Before you continue, I would love for you to give out the website so folks can find out more about you. They can get there by going loveaddiction.com or it's allaboutlove.com. Either will get them there. Love addiction, simple to remember. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, let's continue with kind of the story of things and talking about love and, and, and intimacy and, and some of the three things that you were referring to. Yes, um, the mating game. Yes, exactly. <laughs> which, which really starts, you know, in adolescence, but mm-hmm. we're not ready to... Uh, to complete it, but there's first the, uh, we were talking about the sexual attraction, and we don't really need to be in love. We are simply sexually attracted. But what happens in, in the process is we turn on another part of the brain because we start narrowing our focus on one person, and that's when we go into the romantic phase, and there's a whole host of chemicals we know that, uh, you know, the stars and the bells they talk about, but they're actually chemicals that go off. In fact, I think there are more in the romantic stage because now you're really focused on this one person you're going to fall in love with, and you do fall in love, and it's real. People say romantic love isn't real. Biologically, it's really happening. And then what we need to do, because those chemicals will wane, they have to. We'd go, we go. We, our bodies cannot tolerate that high. And then we're meant to go into the third phase, which is the bonding, the heart-to-heart stuff. And the bonding chemicals turn on, the oxytocin, the vasopressin for men, the oxytocin usually for women, that makes us want to connect, to be close, to protect our loved ones. Well, the truth is, I think most people have been hurt, their hearts have been broken, and so when it comes to the bonding stage, I think that's where people really get a little confused, or they begin showing their vices. You know, when you're romantically in love or sexually, on a sexual high, you're going to show the best. All your virtues are going to be there. That's right. <laughs> and and then now you get to the bonding. Now, <laughs> will the real person, you know, the vices <laughs> please come out. But then we start, you know, playing games, and, and I think we all have some fears of intimacy. Now, people don't want to admit to that, but we're afraid of being rejected. We're, you know, afraid of, I don't know what it is, but there's always a fear inside of us, and so we become tenuous, and this is where uh, a lot of the symptoms of love addiction show up. And so we, there's a lot of drama, uh, there's there's, and by the way, there are chemicals with drama, too. Uh, but we want to keep people around, but without being too vulnerable. That's, that's the challenge. Mm. 
You know, I, I love I love what you've done and what you have on your website. For those of you out there, I want to give you all a, a couple of options. If you the, the phone lines are open, so we'd love to take your calls. So that if you have questions for Dr. Brenda Schaefer, then we would love to make sure that we get them on air. Uh, it, it's it's really cool to be able to have her on, and so you can give us a shout at our toll free number one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. One eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. We're going to take your comments, your questions. If you don't want to come on air, just give Benny uh, those questions, and we'll make sure we get them to you. Um, also, some of you have access to uh, instant messaging, and you can certainly ask your questions that way as well. I I was looking at your questionnaire on on your website. It's all about love.com. I was out there and and you have several several questionnaires. You have uh you have the option we could take the love a love addiction questionnaire, okay? We take the romance addiction questionnaire and we could take care uh, take the sexual addiction questionnaire, which I am not going to do on air right now with everybody. Or we could take the relationship assessment. So here's what I want to ask you about. I went to the love addiction questionnaire like Bam, right out of the top, right? Mm-hmm. Got to your first question. <laughs> I know you're laughing because you know what I'm going to say. I'm going to read it because yeah. I got to ask you, who hasn't done this? Here's the question. You everybody ready? We should almost have like this huge drum roll. Do you ever feel as though you take care of others even though it hurts you? Wow, you don't fool around, Dr. Brenda, Okay. Right. But, you know, this, I think what people will recognize, wow, you know, maybe I do have elements of love addiction in my relationship, and there are more reasons to be in love addiction than mm-hmm. love. I'll just, I'll just say that. But, yes, that's, that's pretty direct, and I, I think uh, that's one of the key signs right. of love addiction. And what I want to say to everybody on the show, when you're listening and you go on the website, don't stop there. Go ahead and finish. It actually gets better. I mean, it actually gets easier, I guess, at some level. But let's talk about that because I, I, I want to talk about this because you talk about the difference between love and, and love addiction. Some people grow up and, and, and let me just generalize for a minute. Mm-hmm. Some people go up, grow up. And they grow up with this idea that I've watched my parents do it. You know, I watched my mother suck it up. I watched my dad suck it up. You know, I could honestly say to you that I don't my you know, I, I don't even want to go into it. But you know what I'm saying. And so that's something perhaps we've learned. And yeah. yet we put it in the love capsule, don't you think? Uh, yes. And I'm not quite sure what. Well, how do we get out of it? Well, we do. I mean, we put it in this, whether we want it to be there subconsciously, my mom loved my dad, my dad loved my mom, and yet at the same time, I've seen some hurt, and you know, and I'm not, this is not me, I'm kind of generalizing, Uh, and, and how do we, how do we detect that, and how do you work with people to shake that off, because that's a tough one, that's like conditioning at a very young age. Yes. Well, it's, it's not always, you know, that easy because I think this pattern started when we were very young. You know, we saw it and we wanted to fix the feelings of the people around us, starting with mom and dad and maybe friends and then our, our early relationships. So it does become a pattern, but, but it's always based on fear. I, we need to be willing to give to people. That's not what this is about. 
but it's when we give ourselves away because healthy love is nourishing. We grow as individuals. The relationship grows. But what happens in love addiction is we begin to die emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and even physically because we're blocking our own life energy. But to answer your question, you know, how do we, you know, how do we move out of that? I think that we need to take a look. Are we giving out of fear, you know, fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, uh, fear of not being liked, uh, fear of being hurt? Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's always a fear so that we're willing to compromise ourselves to stay in a situation. And uh, and I do think that sometimes part of the hurt is self-inflicted mm. because we personalize other people's behavior. You know, I'm, I'm doing a couples group right now, and these are, are pretty intelligent people, and they've, they've done a lot of individual work. And, and, you know, to watch them, one of the biggest problems in addictive love is that they personalize the other person's behavior. Well, the other person tries to put their problems on their partner. You know, if it weren't for you, then I wouldn't do this, right? Right. And, uh, and you know, it's this kind of endless game that goes back and forth, and the only solution is to recognize that every relationship has three entities, the I, a you, and a we. And the we is only going to be as healthy as the I and the you. And love addiction is systemic. I think you know the meaning of that. It means on a psychological level, both people are getting something out of it. They're cooperating. And I think we enter relationships with with good intentions. We want this to work out. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone goes in there thinking, I don't want this to work out. But um, on a psychological level, Love addiction makes perfect sense. Let's say, uh, you know, an example would be I worked with a woman who uh, was having difficulty in her third relationship. She had been married twice, and mm-hmm. she was engaged to this person, and she came in somewhere in the conversation. She said, you know, he's a great guy, but he just is never there when I need him most. Let's and hold said, that thought. Let's hold that thought because, you know... You're probably speaking for a couple of million people. We've got Eileen on the line from Bradenton, Florida. We're going to take your call, Eileen. Stay with us. Dr. Brenda Schaefer in the house. This show really needs to be like about three hours long. We'll be right back, Eileen, and we'll be taking your call. Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yoga Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yoga Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. 
Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. Performance Velocity brings you the breakthrough human performance formula. ETA equals R, where energy intelligence is the key competency for the successful business leader. Are you ready for this emerging trend? You can ignite leadership, accelerate execution, and deliver peak performance every time. Performance Velocity can help you, your management team, or your company. Call 303-744-2464. Human performance is their business. Visit performancevelocity.com and start getting results now. Introducing the featured re-release of Cat James' grassroots best-selling book, The Truth About Beauty, Transform Your Looks and Your Life from the Inside Out. The Truth About Beauty represents the most comprehensively researched and inspiring body and beauty guide to date. It's been called a masterpiece by New York Magazine's two-time nutritionist of the year, Oz Garcia, and a path to personal triumph by former Glamour publisher Suzanne Grimes. The re-release edition of this modern health and beauty classic features 40% new material, including James' long-awaited recipes from her acclaimed Total Transformation programs, plus her living formula for freedom from food obsession, state-of-the-art natural skin, supplement, and anti-aging strategies, and a natural product resource guide called Worth Its Weight in Gold by Marie Claire Magazine. If you're ready to get serious, get the truth about beauty and transform yourself today. Visit informedbeauty.com. Have you been longing to reconnect with nature? Yellow Bear Journeys is an eco-tour company that designs and guides tours in the Pacific Northwest and Hawaii with a unique focus of restoring the hope, strength, and joy of each traveler and bringing clarity to their next step in life. Journeys are designed to reconnect you with nature in gentle ways that allow enjoyment without overwhelm. Call 360-918-8121 or visit yellowbearjourneys.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us and signing up for our newsletter, give us a shout at www.thedrpatshow.com or simply drdrpatlive.com. Joining us today, Dr. Brenda Schaefer. Is it love or is it addiction? Dr. Brenda, thank you for joining us. What do you say we go to the phones? That's great. Benny? Eileen's waiting for us from Bradenton, Florida. Hi, Eileen. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. How can we help you today? Uh, I guess trying to understand my past relationship and what can I do to just move on because I feel like I'm just stuck. Hmm. I'm not moving. I feel unmotivated. Um, Boy, did you call into the right show. (laughs) 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 Um, Uh, I tried to let go. I thought I did. And a recent event just threw me off back. And it's like, what did I do wrong or... You know, what was the messages that was being sent, or how was I receiving it? Was I receiving it incorrectly? I don't know. I'm lost. No, you got some great questions, Dr. Brenda. It's all <laughs> yours. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, are you still in the relationship, or are you trying to let go of the relationship? I'm, I'm not in the relationship. I, I'm trying very hard to let go. Yeah, it is. it is very hard. It's one of the hardest things 
to do because you've invested your energy, and even yep. though there was there were, I'm sure, some things that weren't good, there were some good things in there, too, and there certainly was hope on your part, right? Yes, correct. And uh, I think one of the most important things is you need to do some self-programming. I mean, you need to tell yourself in your pain that this I'm, is I'm normal. Sorry, I'm having he- a hard time hearing you. Okay. To tell yourself that this is healing pain and I will grow from it. Okay. We tend to give ourselves really negative messages like, gee, I was stupid to do that, or what's wrong with me that this person left. And uh, that's the worst thing we can do because that's programming ourselves for disaster in the future. Sure. So um, letting go. I know in my in my new book I've got a few things that, that we need to do, but you... You certainly need to surround yourself with healthy people that will support you, not lecture you, but support you. You need to, like I said, um, get rid of any reminders, any music, any pictures, any gifts. Stay away from places that would bring up or trigger pain because it will. And then do your very best to start a new life finish your grief, and get on with it, because you will. You know, you can, and you will grow from this if you learn the lesson. Oh, Try to figure I out what the it. lesson is. <laughs> I showed that. I guess I, it was a little bit confusing, because the message I was receiving from this man was, I want you here, I need you here, but once I was there, it totally changed. So mm. I'm not sure if it has, I, I, I believe it has to do with a lot of his past, it's, failures yes in his relationship and i was hoping that you know we would work out but uh the reflection of what he would say and you know do was two different things yes uh many people like i i was saying earlier they want closeness but they're afraid of it and uh they will do things we all do things to sabotage a relationship but i would if I were you, I would take a look at your patterns. Have you had other men in your life that were similar in some ways Correct. where you didn't get your needs met? Mm. And what might that be about for you? Um, I'm still trying to discover that. Yeah. It, it'll come if you sit with it for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's so easy when you're in pain to be focused on the pain and the person leaving and what we could have done differently rather than, what can I learn from this? I need to learn from this because I don't want to get here in just the same way again. No, I sure don't. Yeah. Wow. Eileen, this is great. I'm so glad you called in for a lot of reasons because what you just shared, I don't know if you know this, but what you just shared, uh, especially on this show, it has a ripple effect. And there are so many women and men that are experiencing what you're experiencing. What I want to do is I want to honor your courage for calling in because what you've been able to do is say some things that I know so many people listening to the show really wanted to say. I hope you're really proud of yourself for being willing to look at this. I'm trying to move on, but it's very hard, and I just hope that, you know, I can get over this because it's been several months, but being in the same location and... How long have you been grieving? I took it hard. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been grieving? How long have you been grieving? 
too long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, you're like in the right direction. I want to give you some advice. And, you know, I'm not a relationship expert like Dr. Brenda is, but I am a belief coach uh, and, and a cognitive um, a psychologist. One of the things that I want to share with you, and this is something you could do right now. Are you willing to kind of take a peek at it with me? Sure. If there were one thing I would ask you to do, it's not going to cost you anything, and actually, it's not even painful. Mm -hmm. I would invite you to say goodbye to the word trying. Trying. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, see how easy this is going to be? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is just one thing I want to share with you. And I was on the show with someone this morning, and we talked about faking it till we make it. Uh Um, Honestly, every... Every celebrity out there is doing that. <laughs> just for uh-huh. yeah. right. Right? Uh, right, Dr. Brenda. So what I would invite you to do is every single aspect of your life, remove the word trying. And so what I want you to do is restate your statement where you said, I'm trying to move beyond this relationship or I'm trying to let go. Mm-hmm. So if you weren't to use the word trying, what would you say? I'm moving on mm-hmm. away yeah. from the relationship. Oh. I found closure. How does that feel? It feels a lot easier. <laughs> oh, my God. Your whole energy is like totally different. Say it again and say it with conviction if you don't mind, because I um, want everybody to feel you right now. Can uh, everybody feel this? Uh, I feel closure. I feel it's time to get rid of the photo, the gift, and just let it go. And it's, it's the part of my life that was there and it's done. It's moving on now. I deserve Great. better. Great. <laughs> I think anybody yeah. deserves better when you're not happy. You know, you could be a consultant on this show. Yeah, I can try that. But no, I'm telling you that. Uh, Dr. Brenda, any last words for Eileen? Wasn't she fab? Yes, and I, I think you gave her really great advice. You know, and like I said, to program yourself well, like I can do today what I might not be able to do for a lifetime or I will live today with a peaceful heart. Mm-hmm. We, exactly. we may make it until you make it. I'm a very outgoing person, but I've hit the negative mm-hmm. energy field that I feel like is just there, and I'm pushing through, I'm pushing through, but I will get through. Yeah, so. yeah, so here, one last tip for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we're, we're going to get rid of the word trying, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. gone. Correct. And now we're going to get rid of the word but. So the word that you replace when you say but, say and. And, and I will get through. Yeah, yeah. You see that? And yep. please feel free to check in on the show and I let will. us know how you're doing. Um, feel free. Thank you, Eileen. I feel awesome. a lot better. Thank you, guys. Yeah, and we're actually going to send you a copy. Well, we'll I'm gonna, I'd love to send you a copy of the book if you can send me uh, an email at info at thedrpatshow.com. Info at thedrpatshow.com. Uh, Eileen, and we're going to send you a copy of the book. Well, Dr. Brenda, wasn't that a perfect call for what we were talking about? Yes, definitely, definitely. And uh, to hear her tone of voice change from victim to warrior <laughs> in a very short time. Uh, it's amazing. Isn't that a demonstration of what your work is about, though, and what your books are about? It's really giving people the knowledge. I mean, I mean, and this is kind of the interesting part of this. It's when we share knowledge and when we share information like we do on this show, um, the ball is going to be in everybody's court as to what they do. Eileen happened to decide to pick up the phone and said, you know, I need to do something different. I think right. these two people can help me. And she did that. 
what does it take for for us to actually quote become an Eileen to come to that place where we're willing to face ourselves in the mirror, face our lives, and ask for something more? I think we need to admit to ourselves that we don't have all the answers, and that doesn't mean there's something wrong with us. And it means that it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to go and get answers that we don't have within ourselves. I think people have so much shame around what they're experiencing and are afraid to admit it to other people. And uh, you know and I know that a relationship's like a 100-piece puzzle. We were lucky to get 10, 20, 30 pieces, and we're expected to go out there and do it well. Well, and that's it. I mean, honestly, you know, you and I are talking here today. You're an expert in the field, but there are certainly some things you've learned along the way that have got you to this point and got you inspired to write the books you write. Yes. (laughs) 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 Certainly, uh, I'm like you. I'm an experiential learner. Yeah. (laughs) And and, that's, that's a good thing. And I think if people read my books, they understand that I'm not just talking to people, I'm talking with people, and that I understand pain. You know, we don't want Eileen to deny her grief, but we want her to get beyond it and use it wisely, use it to grow from the experience. Well, and, you know, when we when we come back from break, we're going to talk about what it means to grow from the experience. Dr. Brenda Schaefer joining joining us here today. All of you just got a little sneak preview of what it's like to hang out with Dr. Brenda and, you know, to get your comments, get your questions and and really get on with your life. That's what we're talking about. When we come back, we'll be talking about healthy relationships. We'll be talking about how you can evaluate what part of the continuum you're in. And what the heck does that term codependence mean anyway? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive by. Internationally recognized healing phenomenon, Reconnective Healing, is the subject of the best-selling book, The Reconnection, Heal Others, Heal Yourself, by Dr. Eric Pearl, featured in various media worldwide and most recently acclaimed in the new film, The Living Matrix. Reconnective Healing allows us to transcend energy healing and technique to access a level of healing that can be used to help others and ourselves. To access a level of healing that can be used to help others and ourselves, immerse yourself in these new frequencies of healing and learn an approach to healing that scientists have shown is very real. Come learn Reconnective Healing in Portland, Oregon, June 20th through 21st. For more information about the transformational healing power of Reconnective Healing and the upcoming Portland seminars, call Reconnective Healing instructor Christine Upchurch at 206-953-3573 or visit TheirConnection.com. Margaret McElroy is an internationally recognized psychic, medium, and gifted spiritual teacher graduating hundreds of students from five continents. A popular magazine and newspaper clairvoyant from nearly a dozen publishing houses, she's authored eight books and hosted syndicated radio shows on over 30 stations around the world. Margaret says there's never been such a thirst for metaphysical knowledge. Check out her website at margaretmcelroy.com. That's margaret, M-C-E-L-R-O-Y, dot com. 
Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Hi, I'm Paul McCormick, and I want to help you become financially free. Go to my website, SecretsOfTheMillionaireInside.com, and you'll find my book that just became a bestseller, Passing Up Susie Orman and Rich Dad Poor Dad. And when you buy my book today, you're going to get four ebooks, all for the price of one. Plus, I'm going to throw in six CD downloads absolutely free when you buy my book today. Go to my website, SecretsOfTheMillionaireInside.com. SecretsOfTheMillionaireInside.com. Learn how to help people deal with loss and the grieving process. The new online certificate in bereavement studies at the Center for Integrative Health focuses on the spiritual, cultural, and workplace aspects of loss. Completely online, the one course per month format allows you to complete the certificate in as little as nine months and earn graduate credit from a regionally accredited institution. Financial aid is available. Visit centerforintegrativehealth.org for the National University Systems Center for Integrated Health. That's centerforintegrativehealth.org. Welcome back, everyone. Dr. Brenda Schaefer in the house. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. As I said before, for more information about us, go to www.drpatlive.com. For more information about Dr. Brenda, you can go to itsallaboutlove.com. What was the other um, URL you had for that? Love addiction. Oh, <laughs> how quickly. I know you're laughing at me, aren't you? How quickly no, we but, forget. You know, it's, it's like I so yeah. wanted to yeah. block that out of my mind. <laughs> how quickly, quickly, quickly yeah. we forget. But I haven't. I do want to forget, though. <laughs> oh, how did this show got get to be true confessions for Dr. Pat? But, you know, come on. I think all of us have gone through some of this. Oh, yes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? All of us have gone through some of this, but there's a difference between going through some of it and living your life full of most of it, don't you think? Exactly, exactly. And, you know, every relationship is a teacher, and if we don't learn the lesson, the teacher will come back, you know. And uh, there are initiation chambers today. You know, we we don't need to, you know, lock ourselves up in a room for months. All we need to do is, put ourselves in relationships, and we're going to learn everything we need to learn about ourselves. It's going to come out. Thank you very much for sharing that. <laughs> how, how does, uh, and, and you know, we, we're talking about, okay, great. Now I notice I've got some of these things going on. And, you know, in reading your book, you, you know, the, the, the last part of your book is about hope. And, yes. and I noticed that this is kind of a pattern of what you, you get to. Yeah, these are the things you're going through. These are the things to be mindful of. And I mentioned the term codependence. I, it's not a term I like. I think it was a term that was used in psychology, overused in psychology. And I think we've gotten very confused. 
between what it means to go out of your way to help somebody because you want to, and then this other thing. How do you, Dr. Brendan, now make sense of all of this to get us to the place of hope and hope in action? Oh, that's a big question. <laughs> I know. I saved it for the last. <laughs> well, you know, as I said, we, we need to um, understand what real love is and what addictive love is, and you were use the word codependency, I think. That was one of the first words, though, that helped us recognize that we were becoming involved with people in a way that was detrimental to ourselves. And uh, initially, the codependent was the person that supported the alcoholic. I think that's where it came out of. And yet, in love addiction, I see it as mutual. Both people have an investment in this. It isn't one is codependent and the other isn't. Um, but the question you have is, you know, how do we learn to give in a different way, you know, without giving ourselves away? And what I tell people is take a look at where is your giving coming from? Is it from fear? Is it from have to? Is it from expecting that I'll get the same in return? Or is it really coming from a sensation in your heart? Because that really is where we experience love. And we give without expectations. We give because we really want to nourish and we really care about this person. So I, I think we have to, um, like I said, understand what is healthy love, what is addictive love, what, um, where am I giving from, where is my giving coming from. And we need to also examine our core beliefs. You know, what do I believe about myself? Do I do I love myself unconditionally? You know, if I like myself a four on a scale of zero to ten, and yet I expect someone to love me a ten so I can get there, I mean, that's rather crazy. And we reject it anyway, or we <laughs> doubt it. So, um, so I, I think that um, you know, I, I talk about the journey, you know, from, from addiction to love. And and I want to say that I think most people are in denial about it, or maybe they just plain don't know about it. And so they stay there, they become uncomfortable, and then they take care of their discomfort. They might get into uh, becoming a workaholic. They might get into addictions. They, they might have another child. Who knows what they will do to fix their discomfort, but eventually they'll go back into denial if it gets too uncomfortable, or they go into confrontation, but the confrontation is usually you're confronting the other person, and this is where all the escalations, and this is where domestic abuse happens, because one person is saying, I don't want to play this way anymore, I want out, but they don't know how to get out, and they don't really want to get out, they're afraid to get out, and so they work really hard to blame and shame and change the other person, and the other person does the same. And I see most relationships cycling those first three. And to me, the key to healthy love is is going into that psychological separation stage I, I talk about, where we begin examining, well, who am I? What do I believe? Why do I do these things? Why do I say yes when I mean no? And that's something we were supposed to do in adolescence, and none of us really got the job done mm. because we didn't have 
the role models. I mean, how many of us really knew ourselves, loved ourselves, had confidence in uh, how we would present to the world, what we would do, how we would relate, how we would raise children? Well, we had the intention, but then we got out there and fell on our faces and didn't want to tell anybody we felt broken, insecure, etc. So we have to go through that individuation we didn't go through. Now, when couples are in a relationship, that's why, you know, I want to see both people individually to find out what they need to individuate, you know, what they need to know about themselves. And uh, and then there's an integra- self-integration. Now, those two stages are very difficult because they're an I stage. We go from an enmeshed we, addictive we, to all of a sudden feeling distant, like, I want some time alone here. And and then, though, out of that, I've seen people get into the healthy belonging. I mean, they emerge because if they had trouble with intimacy before, now they understand why they had trouble, and they don't blame the other person. They can say, you know, this is really uncomfortable. I'm really uncomfortable with the emotions. It's not about you. It's about me, but I don't think I can give you as much as you want emotionally. I mean, that's a fact. So I think people then in healthy belonging are more honest, they're more accepting of individual differences, they're not working to change each other, but they try to nourish each other. And in the last stage that I talk about is uh, reaching out. You know, I, I asked myself when I was writing the book and going through my own process, you know, why is it I need to love myself? You know, why is it I need to have a healthy relationship? The reason is, you know, healthy relationships are our fueling docks. Mm-hmm. They're the places we go to get refueled so we go, can go into life and do what really matters, share our unique gifts, whatever they are, with life. There is a bigger picture. And, you know, when we're depressed, it's hard to be in a relationship. If the relationship is dysfunctional, you know, where does our energy go? Oh. It goes into there. And... And there's a bigger picture. The world needs us. You know, I mean, the world needs us to be good citizens, need us to, to contribute. And, and we do it when we feel energized. And we can't always refuel ourselves. Sometimes we can. Sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, but sometimes we can't. We're human. Exactly. What a great show. Thank you so much for joining us here today, Dr. Brenda. I mean, this has been, boy, we could have certainly gone on. What a great way, though, to end today's show. Thank you, Dr. Brenda, for joining us. Any, oh, you're welcome. Any personal message you want to leave here real quick with folks? Well, I, I, w- I would just say, you know, keep believing in love. It's, it's, a, it's there, and it's in you, and Just share it. Just start sharing it. Stop waiting. I love that. Dr. Brenda Schaefer, everybody. Loveaddiction.com is the website. And find out about her books and much more. Thank you so much, Dr. Brenda, for joining us here today. Wow, what a great show. And we're not done yet. Dr. Michael Beckwith coming up, Reverend Doctor. And we're going to talk probably about love in another way. But... Part of this is all of is for each and every one of us to understand we have the capacity, we have the ability, and we have the spiritual scope to love. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. 